Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. I am Ty Johnson, and we're continuing with the ABCs of getting out of the bag. Today, we're going to have our final discussion on the letter A. And today, we're going to be talking about A for authority. A for authority. We're going to talk about authority as it relates to us getting out of the bag. When you look at the word authority, the root word is author, author, authority, author. The Bible tells us that God is the author and the finisher of our faith. So when we talk about author, we talk about someone who has the power to write out and plan out our destiny. However, God does not take away our free will. So we must take authority over our lives. And the best way to do this is when we first given authority of our life unto God. So the first authority that we need to look at is submitting our authority and submitting our lives unto God. The Bible tells us in Matthew 28 and 18 that Jesus has been given authority over all things on on the earth and in heaven. So in order for us to experience our life in the fullness, in all that God has created us to do, we must first submit our lives unto God, unto Jesus Christ, who has been given authority over all things. This authority that God has over our life is not to block us or to keep us from experiencing life at its highest and greatest experience level, but this authority literally brings power, protection, and provision. Very important. When we submit unto God, he gives us power. He gives us power over our life, power over circumstances, power over the enemy, power. And we're going to really discuss that a little later today. He gives us protection when you're under the authority. Like for instance, if you're a United States citizen or whatever citizen, when you are under the authority of that nation, you have protection from that nation, by that nation, from anything that the, the enemy would try to bring your way from outside um, forces or anything like that. So authority brings us protection. And when we give our authority over to God and we submit to his authority, he protects us. He protects us. Authority is meant to, meant to protect. It's meant for protection. And then there's provision. When we submit to the authority of God, he gives us provision. Why? Because he is the one who's given us vision. He is the one that's given us a plan or a purpose for our life. So he gives us provision, meaning everything that is needed for the vision. That's what provision means. Everything that is needed for the vision. God now can give that unto us because we've submitted ourselves unto his authority. It's very powerful when we submit ourselves to the authority of God. We don't have to look at ourselves to have the answers. We know that we work out things. We do do our part, but we know that when we are under the authority of God, he has a mandate over our life, a mandate that he's protecting us. We're under the cloak and the anointing and the protection 
of Almighty God. There's no greater place to be than under the authority of God, because the authority of God will lead you into your destiny. It will lead you into your purpose. It will lead you into your possessions when you are under the authority and the influence of God. So we're talking about authority as it relates to getting out of the bag, because many of us are stuck in situations and circumstances because we haven't handed them over unto God. We haven't given him the authority over that situation. We haven't given him the authority over that relationship. We haven't given him the authority over our own mind and over our own will and emotions. Instead, we're trying to take that and own that for ourselves. And when we do that for ourselves without first giving authority unto God, we are doomed for destruction. The Bible tells us that there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is destruction. All authority has been given to Jesus in heaven and on the earth. So it's imperative that if we want to experience a life at its highest and greatest place, at its highest and greatest existence, we need to give authority first unto God. And by doing so, he will in turn show us how to take authority over our life. We cannot do this separate from him. We cannot do this without him. We need him. We need to be submitted under the mighty hand of God. We need to give him the authority and seek him in all areas of our life. This is how we become free from the bag. Let's discuss that because the truth is we're stuck in a bag. What is bag? Behaviors against greatness. These different behaviors keep us confound because we don't know which way to go. We go away that we think is right. We say a thing. We do a thing that we think will get us the best result. However, if we haven't consulted with God, if we haven't said, Lord Jesus, is this the way you would have me to go? If we haven't um, uh, tried that against the word of God, then we are positioning ourselves for failure. It's a huge possibility that it doesn't line up with the word of God. So we must be very deliberate in understanding that we need to give God the authority over our life. We need to give him the authority over our decision making. We need to give him the authority over everything concerning us so that we can experience life in the way that he destined us to experience. Look, he's our creator. He knows what is best for us. He knows what his plans are for us. But when we take our own route, when we don't submit to his authority, then we we really set ourselves up for not experiencing all that he has destined for us to experience. Now, once we've made it clear and we've given God the authority over our life, now we can begin to walk in authority. Isn't that something that in order to have the full authority over our life, we must first give that authority away to God. Again, that goes back to the centurion that said, I am a man of authority under authority. And I know that if you say a thing, it's good enough for me. And that's where we need to be able to trust God with our lives. Give him the authority so that we may walk in the full authority that he predestined us to do. Now let's talk about taking authority over our life. But remember, you cannot do that until you've given authority unto God over your life. You must submit your authority to God's authority, and then he will enable you to take authority over your life. The first thing we're going to talk, we're going to talk about seven different things. The first one 
Take authority over your mind. Take authority over your mind. The Bible says in Philippians 2, 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Why do I say take authority over your mind? Because the mind is the battleground. The mind is the place where all sorts of things come against you to attack you. It may not be a physical attack. This is why many people suffer from different things like depression. <clears throat> many people suffer from different things like doubt. Why? Because of the mind. The mind is always moving. The enemy is always trying to speak to your mind. And if he can get in your mind, he can get in your actions. He can stop you from being who God has called you to be. That's why you must take a authority over your mind and say, let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. How do we know the mind of Christ? The word of God. When we begin to study the word of God, when we begin to recite the word of God, when we begin to declare the word of God, the mind of Christ will now be our portion and we can take authority over our mind. The next thing you need to take authority over is take authority over your thoughts. You see your thoughts, they, they come to you to haunt you or to encourage you or to many different things. It, it can take on any form. So your thoughts are very important to get those thoughts in checks. We begin to think about things that people say. Some, you heard somebody say something about you. Maybe they didn't even know that you heard them, but that thought takes root in your mind and begins to create doubt. And, and, and it tries to keep you from pursuing and being who God has called you to be because of a thought because of a thought, or maybe it wasn't someone that said it. Maybe it's just something that came up in your mind that the enemy whispered in your ear to tell you something that God is not saying about you. That's why the Bible tells us in second Corinthians 10 and five, casting down imaginations and everything that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. So if it doesn't line up with Christ, if it doesn't line up with the Lord is saying about you, then you must take authority over that thought, cast it down so that God can get the glory out of your life. And you won't find yourself in a bag, a bag of indecisiveness, a bag of poverty, a bag of lack, any bag that is trying to keep you from being who God has called you to be. Take authority over your heart. You see, this is very key. Your heart Proverbs four and 23 tells us to keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. You see, when our heart is wide open, we, and, and we let any and all things come in and out of our heart. We are setting ourselves up for destruction. Why? Because if you leave your heart wide open, not saying that we're not supposed to love and that we're not supposed to be involved and invested in people, but use wisdom by the spirit of God to know what to allow in and out of your heart. Don't be so quick to open your heart up to things that have not been tested and tried by God, by the spirit of God, by the word of God. Because what happens when that heart is broken, when that heart is disappointed, when that heart is, 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 is gone through something that has come from an outside source, guess what happens? Bitterness, unforgiveness, jealousy, strife, even fear. 
We can't allow these things in our hearts. So we must be diligent about protecting and taking authority over what comes in and out of our heart. Number four, your emotions, your emotions. James one and 19 says, wherefore my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger. Sometimes, especially in today's society, it is so charged and we're so passionate about what we believe and what we think and what we know. And sometimes just the slightest triggers can come and cause us to slip into anger. That is not our portion. Don't allow anger to come forth. Don't allow your emotions to run away with you. Don't allow hurt to run away with you. Don't allow thinking this or the other. That is not even, it is possible that it's not even true. It's possible that it goes back to the previous with your imagination. So we must take authority over our emotions. Don't let yourself be tossed to and fro. You see that word emotions? It's motion means it's up, it's down. Don't be moved by your emotions. Take authority over your emotions. Yeah, you can feel it. You can hurt. You can be sad. You can be all these things, but don't let them take authority over you. You take authority over them. There is a place, a time and a place for everything, but don't let it take residence in your life till it now takes the authority. You can't move. You're paralyzed. You can't make decisions. You can't get out the bed. You can't do anything. Why? Because your emotions are in charge instead of you being in charge of, of your emotions. Number five, your words, your words. Proverbs 13, three tells us he that keepeth his mouth, keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. You don't have to say everything that you think. You don't have to say everything that you know. (laughs) You don't have to say everything. Take authority over your words. Watch what you say. Now, why do I say watch what you say? Because Proverbs 18, 21 tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. What does that mean? That you literally have the power to declare life and to declare death over a thing with the words that you speak. So we must be careful about our words and what we're saying, what we're declaring. Even let there be no idle word that comes out of your mouth. We will give account to it all. Take authority over your words so that your words begin to produce the life that you want to live, not the life that you're afraid of, not the life that you're doubtful of. Speak those things that you want to experience. Speak those things that be not as though they were very important. Your words. Number six, your time. Ephesians 5, 16 and 17 says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. See, it's very important that we we take our time very seriously. Time is the most precious commodity. Take authority of your time. Don't let your time just dwindle away with nonsense things, things that are not going to bring forth value or increase in your life. Yes, there's recreational time, but we have to take authority over our time in order to produce the life that God intended us to produce. We only have a set amount of time on this earth. 
The Amplified Bible says where the Amplified Bible says making the very most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each and every opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence because the days are filled with evil. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Yes. And finally, number seven, take authority over the enemy. Luke 10 and 19 says, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing. He said he gives us the power over the enemy. But you know, the problem is that sometimes we don't feel like we have this power because we ourselves are bound. You cannot bind the enemy if there is something binding you. This is why it's so important that we as believers get out of every bag, everything that is trying to hold us bound. Let everything be loosed in God's presence so you can walk in the authority that God has purpose for you to walk in. Before I finish, I want to leave this. One of the great men of faith that I followed, Smith Wigglesworth said, no man can meet the devil in his own strength, but any man filled with the knowledge of Jesus, filled with his presence, filled with faith is more than a match for the power of darkness. My brother and sister, let me tell you that by walking in your authority, you will maintain your peace. You will bring forth increase, stability, spirituality, men your mentality will change. You will be strong, stably, physically, emotionally, and financially. Let me pray with you today. Father, I give you the glory for my brother and my sister, your daughter and your son listening today. I thank you, God, that you have given us the authority over every work of the enemy. You've given us the authority in our lives to possess our possessions. I give you the glory, Father, for you are faithful to do what your word has declared. You are faithful to bring it to pass. I thank you, oh God, that you're our keeper, our shield and our buckler and the lifter of our heads. You have given us authority, oh God. We submit to your authority that we may walk in authority and we give you all the honor and glory in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. Please share the word if you're being blessed and I tell you, walk in your authority so that you can get out of the bag. God bless you. May he keep you I love you. See you next time. Bye-bye.